From Reductress, I'm Beth Newell, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll hear pieces read by Ayo Adebari, Karen Chi, and Kalise Hawkins. And finally, we'll talk about fashionable shawls that say, but you couldn't have seen my husband. He died years ago. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host for today, my co-founder and reductress and proud cat mommy, Sarah Papalardo. Who, me? Yes. Aww. You're a proud cat mom, right? Of course. Your cats all get straight A's. Every semester in cat school. I can see why you'd be so proud. So, guys, we're having a week at the Reductress office. It's Halloween, and we just found out something spooky. We have a page-a-day desk calendar out. Get ready for it. It's a calendar, and you tear off a page a day. It's true. It's pretty freaking scary. So we knew it was coming out, but we didn't know that it had already come out. Yeah, we had a bit of a communication mishap, and it turns out the calendar was out, and now we know that it has been out for two months without us knowing about it. Two months. Two months. Anyway, you can buy it wherever desk calendars are sold. Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble. And since we missed the last two months months of promotion time, you all officially have 60 days left to buy our 2019 day-to-day calendar. And after that, you can still buy it, but you'll have missed a chance to remove the pages one at a time on exactly the right day. And you don't want to tear off the pages on the wrong day because that's not right. Mm -mm. So please run, don't walk to the nearest online store and order this page a day calendar from Reductress. But don't run if you're next to a pool. Yes, unless you're a trained stunt woman and you've prepared for that. Exactly. Sarah, you want to tell us what's trending on Reductress this week? Of course. Here's what's trending on Reductress this week. Hero! This man nodded when his girlfriend said men are horrible. How to stop your white friend from using the black prayer hands emoji. Linen pants that say, fruit is dessert to me. And is he flirting with you or does he just work at Trader Joe's? Did um, one of your cats get into the studio? <laughs> There's, I keep hearing a cat. Oh. Sorry, that's just my pet cat and my pet chains and my pet spooky orchestra. Oh, cool. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. Next up, it's not always easy to figure out what you like about a guy. To clarify, here's Io Adebri reading Quiz. Is he cute or is he just tall and white? When you finally meet someone who catches your eye, it can be hard to tell if the attraction you're feeling is real at all. Is he cute? Or are you confusing his tallness and whiteness with being cute? Take this quiz to figure out if he's a certified hottie or the unworthy beneficiary of this fucked up society's beauty standards. 1. Does he most remind you of A. The handsome leading man in a quippy romantic comedy or B. Some player on a prep school's varsity basketball team? 2. Your friends would probably describe him as A. Charming, interesting, and funny or B. Good at reaching the good cereal on the top shelf in your kitchen. Three, his skin is most reminiscent of A, a velvet blanket, smooth and warm and comforting. Or B, a jar of mayonnaise, bright white and a little clammy. Four, when you're together, you feel like he makes you feel 
A, like the most interesting, most beautiful, most loved girl in the world. Or B, small, because he is very tall, and somehow that is hot, but no one is sure why. Five, your favorite thing about his face is A, his sparkling eyes, his genuine smile, or his strong cheekbones. Or B, how far you will have to lean back your head to see it because he's really very tall. Six, you're most likely to spot him, A, shirtless on the beach with his friends, messing around with a soccer ball for fun, or B, being rude to a waiter because he thinks he can. Seven, when he flirts with you, he A, touches your arm, makes eye contact, and bites his lip, or B, plays devil's advocate to most of the stuff you say. If you got mostly A's, congrats. He's probably actually cute. Here's to your long relationship with this guy everyone thinks is great. Either way, bask in all his hot guy glory and your excellent taste. Or mostly B's, oh no. Okay, you've confused someone cute with someone who is simply tall and white. Don't feel too badly. Many women have fallen into this pernicious trap before. It's how thousands of women in 2013 were tricked into thinking Benedict Cumberbatch was a sex symbol. Even though he is? Wow, this is confusing. Good luck! Wow, what a useful quiz. Thanks again to Io Debery for reading and Victoria Adel who wrote that piece. Io is a TV writer and stand-up comedian based out of New York City. You can find her on Twitter at Io Debery. Okay, next up, it's that time of years again. Time to vote. It's that time of years. I know a lot of you are probably asking yourselves, like, okay, it's time we finally start electing women, but, like, how? Right. Like, if you ever only colored in an oval next to a man name, how do you color in an oval next to a girl name? And, like, what if the woman isn't 100% perfect in every way? Can you still vote for her? The answer is, uh uh-huh, yep. But don't use a gel pen. They will arrest you. And the answer to that first question is that you just make little squiggles in the oval until the whole oval is filled up all the way. Simple. But not with a gel pen. And just to be clear, we're not saying to vote for all women. No, we're not saying to write in women at the bottom of the ballot with your gel pen. Because again, you will get arrested for that. (laughs) You'll you'll definitely get arrested. (laughs) So just like take a moment and go to whosontheballot.org and see who's running in your district. And please go to the polls on Tuesday and put the marks in the circles next to the good girls. But do not put it next to the bad girls. We're just asking you to give all girls a chance. But it's on you to decide who's a good girl or a good boy who supports good girls. Yes, and if your answer involves two golden retrievers, we understand, but you gotta work harder at that. Please, don't make the same mistake I did. Don't use a gel pen, okay? Please. Voting is never a mistake, but this next piece is all about mistakes. We all make them, but some are worse than others. Here's Karen Chi reading, Asian woman kindly corrects bigot with the more accurate racial slur. After waiting in line at a local deli, Allison Lee was stunned when a disgruntled fellow customer flung a racial slur at her. The 27-year-old Korean-American was shocked and disgusted, but in a moment of sheer bravery, did the unthinkable by politely correcting the offender by offering up a more accurate and appropriate racial slur. The conflict began when Lee, a known nice girl from the Upper West Side, carefully and tactfully informed 57-year-old Donovan Samuels that he had cut her in line. I said, excuse me, sir, I'm actually next, Lee explains. Then he just turned around without missing a beat and called me a... I can't believe I'm saying this word, but he called me a chink. 
That's when she, in a split second, decided that if he was going to throw outdated racial insults her way, he might as well be targeting the correct ethnic group. I immediately thought, I need to stand up for myself and say something, she explains. So I looked him right in the eye and said, Excuse me, you're taking your anger out on me by degrading my entire race. That is abhorrent, and you are a bigot. Also, I'm not a chink. I'm a gook. When she realized that Samuels was confused, Lee quickly turned the moment into a further teaching opportunity. G-O-O-K, she reportedly told him. It's the slur for Koreans, like me. Would you like to hear it used in a sentence? Samuels allegedly stuttered and tried to respond, but was so taken aback by Lee's kindness and empathy that he was left speechless. Look, I get it, Lee informed him. I know how easy it is to assume every East Asian-looking person is Chinese, especially if you're racist. I didn't even know there were different kinds of Asians, says Samuels. How am I supposed to remember slurs if I can't even tell these people apart? Maybe I should stop being racist so I don't offend anyone when I do it incorrectly? The same day as the incident, Samuels was spotted bumping into another Asian woman who wasn't Lee and apologizing to her. This Japanese woman didn't understand what incident he was referring to, but she'd been waiting for a white man to apologize to her for ages, so it all worked out. Having a white man learn something is definitely a big win. Thanks again to Karen Chi, who wrote that piece. Karen is a stand-up comedian who's written for The New Yorker, McSweeney's, and Reductress. You can find her on Twitter at Karen Chi with three E's. As you remember, it is Halloween, and there are lots of spooky, scary things happening. For example, there's some scary stuff happening in the Reductress office this week. One of us has a cold. And one of us has a yeast infection. And it was the same person who had the cold. And that person's body is haunted. It's Beth's body. Beth is haunted. But don't worry, because we're going to exorcise her today. And exercise, by which we mean working out. We're gonna exorcise while exercising because we have no time for bullshit today. No, we have no time for your spooky bullshit. Mm -mm. So we're gonna go chant on the elliptical, or you could sage yourself on your peloton. Or you could chug holy water on the reformer. Just be safe about it, okay? Yeah, don't try to exercise yourself while intoxicated. You will start a fire, kind of like in Hereditary. Spooky. So, we're gonna head across the street to the Equinox to see if we can work this shit out. And we'll let you know how it goes. Equinox, I'm scared. You should be. It's scary as shit over there. Oh. Oh. Someone just smashed the weight mirrors. (laughs) That was weird. This last piece really gets me in the Halloween spirit, specifically because it's all about murders. Here's Khalees Hawkins reading How to Get Everyone to Leave You Alone So You Can Watch Your Murders. These days, it's hard to get a moment of peace. Relationships and friends demand our attention, work keeps us occupied, and keeping up with the news can take up so much mental space. Every once in a while, it's important to shut out everyone in your life so that you can take refuge in the one relaxing pastime in the world, watching your murders. Here are some tips to get away from the world at large so you can soak up your daily quota of unsolved mysteries. Disappear. 
You don't have to tell anyone where you're going. Just head to whatever peaceful location you've chosen for watching your murders. Sure, family and friends may worry, but ultimately they'll understand. There's an episode of Forensic Files where they'll track down the person who set off a bomb based on unique color codes found in tiny plastic shards of debris. That's unmissable. Loudly announce that you are practicing self-care. If anyone in your life confronts you about your lack of communication or the number of important events you've missed while you sit wrapped watching The Keepers, excuse yourself by saying, I was practicing self-care. Friends may cast doubt on your story, but you know that there's nothing better for your mental health than watching Mommy Dearest and feeling chills roll down your back at the idea of that mother and daughter going to Disney World. Commit murder yourself. This one may seem extreme, but think about it. A dead husband can't ask you to turn off women behind bars. Plus, there's TV in prison. This could mean a lifetime of no distractions, just the comfort of an orange jumpsuit and uninterrupted time to watch your murders. Maybe one day, you'll even watch the one you committed. There are many ways to get your loved ones to leave you alone so you can watch your murders, whether you ignore everyone in your life or kill them off. These strategies will lead to a peaceful, solitary time soaking up true crime. Happy watching! What a great form of self-care. Thanks to Khalees Hawkins for reading that piece, which was written by Laura Mulcahy. Khalees is an actress, writer, and comedian in New York City. You can find her on Twitter at Khalees Hawkins. So we went to Equinox to try to exercise slash exercise Beth. And it didn't really work, but I did get a smoothie, and now I'm haunted by a much hotter ghost who works in finance. Aw, spooky love. Yeah, he's great. He, he doesn't really talk that much. He's just looking at his phone, but I, it, it's like... Kind of a fun That's haunting. my kind of ghost. That's all the news for this week. But before we go, here at Reductress, we love to celebrate inspiring women. Since it's fall and Halloween, we wanted to bring someone in to talk about a fashion accessory that's practical and spooky. Shawls! So we brought in a shawl expert who's going to share some of her favorite fall shawls that say, You couldn't have seen my husband. He died years ago. Chandra Laurent. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Now, Chandra, I know our listeners can't see these shawls, but you have four gorgeous shawls here that are really going to tell people there is no way they saw your husband because he's dead. Yes, Elizabeth. It's Beth. Elizabeth, I have some wonderful shawls I'd love to share with your listeners. This first long wool shawl is just wonderful for the cold, dark nights when the wind howls and a passerby says... Chandra, I saw John working on his truck the other day, to which I say, John? He's... he's been dead for years. That is a good shawl. It's really cute. This next shawl is a bit more formal, appropriate for when you have to go speak with the detective about some unusual behavior in town. And then when he asks how John is doing, you say, I told you, detective, he's dead. And then he'll say but I just saw him at the market last week. To which you'll say, how could that be? My husband? He died. Now, you listeners at home can't see this, but this is a really pretty shawl, and it's really giving us dead husband vibes. Big time. Thank you. Um, this next shawl has more of an indoor shawl feel for when you hear a knock upon the door, but you're just so cold that you must put something on before you open the door just a crack. And you see that nobody is there. John, you ask, is that you? It couldn't be you shake your head, you silly woman. The pashmina tassels on your beautiful shawl shake in the moonlight as you remind yourself, it cannot be. Your husband is dead. 
Why must he haunt me like this, you think? Yeah, I love this shawl because it's lightweight and great for when you just get like a little bit of a chill. Dead husband or no dead husband. He's dead. (laughs) Um, And this next shawl, the last one, the final shawl, I got it at Uniqlo for $8.99. Isn't that just a a great deal? Yeah, I mean, that is a really good deal. It's really good. It's really good. That's high quality. Low price. A Japanese brand. Sarah Beth, you're nodding. You like it? Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Her name's Sarah. Elizabeth, you'll like it too. There's one downtown. They're popping up in malls across America. Shawls for $8.99. It's a good deal. Not to be believed. Yeah. Yeah, we're familiar with the store. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, thank you, Chandra, for bringing these shawls by. Of course. It was my true pleasure. And... If you see my husband, which is impossible, I want you to tell him I am sorry and that I will never tell. Thanks for spending your minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at Reductress.com for more incredible content, including Flirt Alert, This Waitress is Being Kind Because Her Livelihood Depends on It. Is He Hot or Just a Teen Obscured in a Cloud of Jewel Smoke? How to stay awake because that's technically what you're being paid to do. And fucking sauce won't fucking thicken. If you'd like a copy of our 2019 calendar, you can find it wherever books are sold or at shop.reductress.com. Thank you to our amazing readers, Io Debri, Karen Chi, and Kalise Hawkins, and our writers, Victoria Adel and Laura Mulcahy. And of course, to the very lovely Chandra, played by Chelsea Clark. Bye, babies.